Good morning. Welcome to our church service. Thank you for joining us. What a privilege to share God's word in a way like this. Um, we are busy uh, preparing ourselves for Easter, uh, for Jesus' crucifixion, his suffering and his death. Um, so in the church here, we're in those, in, uh, busy with those stories that tells us about everything Jesus went through uh, leading up to his death and resurrection. We're going to share scripture today from Mark 11. Um, but before we read scripture, let's pray. Thank you, Father in heaven, that we can be together like this. Thank you for your word that's everlasting. And thank you that your word is still the same through all the ages. And that it changed, it's still changing people's lives and hearts and minds. And when we come this morning to listen to your word, it's because we want to to learn from you. We want to be like you. We want your wisdom and we want your life working and shining through our lives. Will you please open scripture today? Will you give us a new understanding? Will you challenge us new from what we're about to read? Pray this in your holy name. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning is from Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11, we're going to read from verse 15. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of money changers and the benches of those selling doves and would not allow anyone to to carry merchandise through the temple courts. And as he taught them, he said, Is it not written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations? But you have made it a den of robbers. The chief priests and the teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him, for they feared him, because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. In the morning as they went along, they saw the fig tree, Sorry, verse 19. When evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. In the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly I tell you, if you say to this mountain, go throw yourself in the sea, and do not doubt in your heart, but believe that what you say will happen, it will be done for you. Therefore I tell you, Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. That concludes our scripture reading. What we read this morning is kind of strange because we find Jesus, according to the Gospel of John, uh, taking a whip, making a whip, making spending time in deliberately making a whip and using it to, to clean the temple, to drive those buying and selling from the temple. It's, 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 it's angry Jesus that we read, read of here. A Jesus that, that's strict, that, that uh, doesn't, doesn't take it that people do business in the temple. And it's a bit scary <laughs> because um, 
we like the nice Jesus, the one with grace, the Jesus that understands, the Jesus that cares, the Jesus that have patience with us. That's the Jesus we like. We like our, our religion to be uh, open and to be gracious and to serve the Lord that, and to have it as easy as possible. Um, that doesn't cost me a lot. That's how we want to serve the Lord. Therefore, this story is a kind of jolts us awake and say, whoa, what's going on here? Because Jesus makes a whip. And Jesus used it on people. And Jesus um, go into the temple plain and drove people out. Sometimes we like it. Because why can't Jesus be more forceful like this? Why can't he sort people out more often like this? Why can't he, he, he act stronger and, and come to people's help and make a difference and sort stuff out? And the moment we say it, we know it. if we say that, he's going to do that in our lives as well. So why did Jesus do it? A clue for, for why I acted in this way I found in verse 17 where he says, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. And Jesus actually saying, this is what my temple is supposed to be. And that's not what's happening here. You are busy making it something totally different. You are making the temple into something that it was never supposed to be. You are making your religion into something that it was never supposed to be. So let's look at the verse. I think there's two important parts of this verse. The first part of the verse says, My house will be called a house of prayer. Um, Jesus says the temple was supposed to be the place where people come to meet the Lord, to come into the presence of the Lord. And that makes it so exclusive. This is the place where that happens. This is the most important thing in our lives and in our faith. The moment we meet the Lord, the moment we come into His presence, the moment we realize we are in His presence, nothing is more important like that. So, so to a certain extent we can say that Jesus challenged what we do in church with God what uh, how we not give him the place and give him the worship that he was supposed to get where we take take the focus away from the one main thing and that is our worship to the Lord you must remember that that the temple was very important for the Jews and their religion you must remember that the temple was kind of the center point of their faith. That's why we find Jesus in the temple quite often. Every now and then in scripture we read that he went up to the temple. Um, and because, because Jesus understood that that's, that's where their religion, that, that was the basis for their religion. Um, for the Jews it was the place where they come to meet the Lord 
um, the place where they where they come to pray to the Lord, where they bring their offerings to 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 repair the relationship they have with the Lord. Um, it was it was where they found their identity as as the 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 people of God. Um, every time we go to church, we are identifying that we are people of God. Um, so that's why why Jesus acts so strong in the story because um, what's happening at the temple at that at that phase in time was that it became a place for business. So the main focus was taken away from worshiping God, from meeting God, from being in His presence. It moved away from doing business. And maybe that's the way Jesus acted like this. We can't make our faith and our religion cheap. Um, Every time we come into God's presence, it's special, it's holy, because God is here. And Jesus actually says, you've lost focus. It's not about Him anymore. It's not about people meeting Him anymore. Later in Scripture, we, 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 we are taught that um, God doesn't live in, only in buildings, He lives in people, our lives. His temple. So if you talk about the importance of prayer, later on in this piece we read, he says, but our whole lives are important to him. But prayer, and prayer keeps everything together. It's in prayer that I give myself to him. It's in prayer where I tell him that I need him. It's in prayer where I, I pray about things that's important in my life. It's where mountains are being moved in my life. Without prayer, it's impossible. Without a meeting with the Lord, it's impossible. So, so if there's barriers being put up between me and people meeting the Lord and what it's supposed to be, then we are in trouble. Because this, it's got to be opened up. Everyone is welcome. And that's the second main point about what's happening here. Because Jesus says in verse 17, my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. No one is included. How the temple plan worked was initially it was it was the place where women and children and people of all nations can come into the temple. It was the area in front of the of the main building. Um, so so those area that was supposed to be open for people that wasn't normally included, was used as a business center. And Jesus said, we can't have that. We can't put business in the place of people that's got to come here. That was never meant to be. God is the God of all people on earth. John 3, 16 said, For so God so loved the world that he sent Jesus. He created heaven and, world, heaven and earth. Everything belongs to him. So why do we exclude people? Why do we, we take people's place up? Why do we make it as difficult as possible for people to meet the Lord, to come into His presence? That's why Jesus acted so strong. Because Jesus will challenge everything we do. 
that excludes people. He will challenge everything we do in our faith, in our religion, in our churches that keep people out. I remember when I was uh, not long in England, we had an allotment and there was a guy that had an allotment close to us. Um, got to get to know him and told us his story that um, he, was, he had cancer and he wasn't, he wasn't healthy and he decided that he wasn't a church person. Decided to go to church for the first time in his life and he said it was a horrifying experience. Because you walk into a building, you have no idea what you're doing. You have no idea what the people are doing. They're singing songs you don't know. They're reading stuff from a book you don't know. You don't know where you are. You don't know where to sit. You don't know where to stand. He said it was crazy. He never went back. And I couldn't help to think, but what do we do that make it difficult for people to come into our meetings? Will they understand what we are doing? Last Sunday, there was someone in London at church. I sat at the back with Paul. Before the service started, I saw the guy sitting there with the Bible. And you can see that the first time in his life he had a Bible in his hands. He didn't know what this book was about. But Bill brought him in. Say, but this is important for us. Come and meet the Lord. You're welcome here. Um, as church, we must challenge ourselves to be as open as possible to anyone. Because everyone needs the Lord. Um, what happened in the temple was that it was a thriving business going there. Um, there were people... Um, uh, money changes. If you come to the temple, you've got to have Jewish money. So people from other nations must come and change the money they have for Jewish money because Jewish money was the only money, according to them. And then there were stalls that sold doves because you can buy a dove <laughs> to, uh, to bring as an offering. And they charged overcharged people for that. So uh, they were, they, they had a thriving business going there making money um, for, uh, for the temple. And, and, and Jesus is not going to, it's, it's not going to take it. Um, Jesus is not going to allow it. Because faith can never be that. Religion can never be that. We can't take up the place of people and change it into a place of business um, to change the focus. Because we come to church to be with God, to meet with God, to worship God, to come to pray, to, to be in His presence. We, we, we come to church to repair this relationship we have with the Lord and to repair relationships we have with people. That's why the last verse we read, verse 25, Jesus said, And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them. For the, so the Father can forgive you because forgiveness is the way to repair relationships. That's the reason God forgives us, to repair this relationship. That's why we must forgive people to repair the relationship because relationships is important for the Lord. Meeting up with people is important for the Lord. Being in presence of a God is important. That's why we must forgive. Because by, by, with forgiving others, you open them up to be in the presence of God. The main aim of religion is 
to meet God, to be in his presence and to let him change us. And that first, the first level it flows over to is our relationships with people. I can never get away from that. Um, in, 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 in church, in our religion, in our, in our faith, there must always be room for more people, for someone else, for someone that's different from me. Um, in Bible time, the women and children and people of other nations were allocated space on the temple plane. And people were welcomed into the temple. And it must be the same for us. How do we welcome people? How do we make it for people easy to come into the presence of the Lord? How do we help people to understand God, God's work in their lives? Um, and we must ask, ask ourselves, but what role does prayer play in our lives if we are God's temples? What is the things that make it difficult for us to pray? Um, and what are we doing with God's presence in our lives? Because I believe the Lord's with us the whole time. At this moment of time, the Lord, there where you are together, if you're on your own or even with friends, the Lord's there. And I believe it. And that makes the difference. Every time we come together as church, the Lord is there because He lives in us. So every time we're together, we must ask ourselves, what are we doing in His presence? How are we welcoming people? How are we making it easier for people to come to the Lord? How are we making it easier for people to pray, to connect with God, to connect with other people? So yeah, maybe Jesus must challenge us as well. Maybe not with a whip, but maybe well with one. Maybe it's time for us to take into account how angry he got when people misuse religion, faith, the presence of God. How people devalue it in their lives. And it must be a challenge always for us to live in a different way. To take into account the fact that the Lord's with us always. May that be true for you this week. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you that when we pray, we know that you listen. We know that you are here. We know that you care. We know that everything that's going on in our lives and in our worlds are important to you. That you know of everything that's happening in the Ukraine. Of people's suffering, of people's sadness, of people's misery, of people's anger. And we want to pray, Lord Jesus, that you will bring peace. Not only in the world, but in the hearts and minds of people, in the lives of people. That you will forgive, that you will repair, that you will erect a nation for yourself, Lord Jesus. People of prayer, people that care, people that reach out, people that make it easier for others to understand your love and your presence in their lives. Help us. To be those kind of people, Lord Jesus. Help us to love God and love people. Help us to pray, to have faith, to forgive, to care. Pray this in your holy name. Amen.
when they have an opportunity to bring our offerings, you see all the options available. Thank you for everyone that contributes in which way, in any which way possible. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord shine his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.